0: Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder Colossians. This is Episode 7. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who died to diseases and desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. When you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. That's how you once behaved, characterized by your evil deeds. But now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech, and lying. Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. For you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the One who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference, or your ethnicity, education, or economic status. They matter nothing, for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. Colossians 3, 1 through 11. As the church gets to this part of the letter, I have to wonder if they were thinking, so Paul, how do we live for Christ? Paul begins to answer this question as he brings them back to their identity in Jesus. To the church in Corinth, Paul uses these words, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. When we choose Jesus, we are given a new identity, free from the power of Satan, the works of trying to please God, or any old mindsets. We are made completely new by our union with Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Verse 3 states that our true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. I love that idea of being hidden with Him, safe, secure, concealed, protected. How often have you compartmentalized your life, adjusting how you behave depending on where you are or who you're with? We all do this, and sadly, it can lead to compartmentalizing Jesus as well. We try to hide from Jesus rather than hide in him. Verse nine tells us to lay aside our old Adam selves with their masquerade and disguises. Our behaviors say so much about us, don't they? I have my ministry students learn this statement. Heart change brings behavior change. Over and over, I've watched people seek to change a behavior without dealing with the heart behind it. The change never lasts. It goes back to roots. We can trim a tree to cut off a diseased limb, but if we don't deal with the roots, the tree will continue to live with disease and infect other limbs. But, when we go beneath the surface and heal the roots, the whole tree is healthier. It's the same with us. When a heart truly changes, lasting behavior change follows. The first list of actions from Paul sexual sin, idolatry, and greed seem obvious to us that they are not Christ like behaviors. Yet the second list is harder anger, hate, lying, cursing, filthy language, rage. So often we can tend to look at these as little sins or even righteous, thinking that they don't really matter. For instance, a little white lie. But can a lie be white? Movies and music are filled with cursing and filthy language, and we can tend to brush them off. Yet how often does that language leak into our conversation? How often do you hear yourself say, I hate." And although we are new and hidden in Him, as new creations, we need to do the hard work of setting our mind on new things, Christ-like things. To the Romans, Paul says it this way. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through the total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. Just like the tree, we need to prune off the practices that destroy and add consistent daily decisions to rely on Him. This makes us healthier. And it starts at our roots. A deep personal relationship with God through Jesus can and should transform every area of our lives. Your new creation self should live in a way that supports and matches your faith. Basically, if you're a Jesus follower, you should live like it. Verse 10 states, For you have acquired a new creation life which is continually renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. Think of this as taking off the old filthy clothes of sin and putting on the fresh, clean white robes of Jesus. These robes cover you. They cover you with Jesus. This new creation life is for everyone. All are welcome in the family of God. Christ breaks down all barriers and accepts all people who come to him. This includes you. Do you see yourself as his new creation? Maybe there's some pruning you need to do. As you ponder, spend time with Romans 8 verse 1. And now, dear one. May you remember that you wear the robes of Jesus. You are absolute perfection, flawless, without mistake or defect, unmarred, unrivaled, virgin pure. No wonder heaven applauds when you wake up. A masterpiece is stirring. Amen.